Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. the door behind him quietly, not wanting to wake anyone in the house. He knew it was later than he usually got back, but the job had run on longer than he thought it was going to. He kicked off his shoes, resting them gently in the hallway on the rack that Leliana had bought for that exact purpose. The last time he had tracked mud in, the glare he had gotten from her hadn't been remotely worth it. He turned into the front room, meaning to sit down and start cleaning his blades before he spotted Leliana on the sofa. She was curled up under a blanket, a book half-read in hand. She was already smiling up at him, of course, he had never been able to sneak around her no matter how hard he tried. The candlelight sparkled in her eyes as she smiled, and she looked more beautiful than he remembered. Then again... Every time he saw her, she looked more beautiful than he remembered. Her hair had been pulled back into a large, puffy bun on her head, although curly strands were already escaping to frame her face in a halo of frizz. Soon there would be enough that it would bother her and she would fix it, but right now she didn't seem to notice. You didn't have to stay up for me, Kaylin smiled, sliding in next to her and kissing her hello. One arm automatically went around her shoulders, fitting around her like that's where it was meant to be. The two of them fitted together perfectly, like two halves of the same jigsaw. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, but I did. Leliana responded, leaning up into the kiss and starting to purr as she shifted to half-sit in his lap, adjusting her blanket easily over the two of them. I wanted to sit and read anyway. Plus, I missed you. I wanted to see you before I went to bed. Caelan couldn't help but smile, his own purr starting easily and loudly as he leant forward to nuzzle their noses together. It was strange. Usually he would tell her about the job he had just done, how successful he was, or if anything didn't quite run as smooth as he had expected it to. But right now... He couldn't for the life of him remember anything about the assassination he had just carried out. He couldn't remember who died, or how, or who had hired him. He didn't know how much money was supposed to be in his pocket in payment. He shook his head once, twice, trying to get his memories back in order, but they just didn't come. Are you okay? Leliana asked, looking up at him with wide brown eyes. She looked concerned, worried as to what was going on in his head. Yeah, just... Tired, Kaelin deflected, worried for a second that she would see right through his lie. What are you reading? Leliana's eyes narrowed, and for a second Kaelin thought he was done for. But after that she smiled, looking back down to her book and holding it up to him. 
It's about a man who's working tirelessly to avenge his wife and child, she explained, and Caelan tried to read the words on the back. It must have been in a language he didn't speak, though, because he didn't even begin to understand them. Maybe he should have been good enough to protect them while they were alive, he joked, and Liliana tutted between a chuckle of her own. The sentiment is sweet enough as it is, Liliana shot back, sticking out her tongue. Caelan was about to return the same, but his eyes zeroed in on the skin of her tongue. It was redder than it should be. Something was wrong. Is your mouth bleeding? He asked suddenly, and only got another worried look in return. Was he actually going mad? Liliana seemed to think that he was, at least, if the look on her face was anything to go by. Her hand went to her mouth, touching her gums, and Caelan could see her teeth had been knocked out. That didn't make any sense. They had been there earlier. But at least when Liliana probed at her mouth, it would prove to her that something was wrong. But it didn't. She pulled away her hand, looking at her fingers covered in blood, and... Nothing. No? Caelan, are you okay? Did you get hit by a spell? She asked, seeming more concerned about him than the blood that was now starting to trickle out the corner of her mouth. No. Leliana, you're bleeding. Does it not hurt? Can you not... His attention was torn away from her mouth as blood started to bloom on her nightgown. A detached part of his psyche told him that it was almost beautiful. Bright red blossoming across white lace over the dark skin below. Liliana, he choked, hand coming up to cover the wound that was hidden beneath her clothes. Liliana, your... Panic took over, and he wished he knew magic, wished he could do something to help the situation. Liliana, you, you need to heal yourself, quick. I can't, you need... But his panic wasn't reflected on her face. It was nothing but confusion and concern. She took his face in her hands, trying to calm him down. They were cold and wet with her own blood. Kaylin, look at me. Kaylin, Kaylin, you need... Kaylin. Kaylin? The voice was different, deeper, a clipped accent that told of a higher class upbringing than the one Liliana had. But it had the same worry, the same care underneath that Liliana's voice had. But he didn't want to focus on that. Lynn's hands were on his face, where hers had been. A gentle brush of fingers against his cheek, bringing him out of the nightmare slowly, but not soon enough. Uh, I'm okay, he managed to slur out, groggily taking Lynn's hand and squeezing it tightly in a way he hoped was at least a little reassuring. You had a nightmare, Lynn explained, as if he wasn't already painfully aware of that. Is there anything I can do to help? Kalen sighed, opening his eyes to see Lynn's concerned face staring back at him. Something was clasped tightly around his leg, and he realised that it was Micah's tail. At least the tiefling was still fast asleep, he hadn't disturbed him as well. 
A part of him wondered just how much noise he had actually been making. It seemed far too easy to wake Lin up from his trance. Just... stay. He finally sighed. It was a moment of weakness, a moment of honesty that he rarely allowed himself. Stay here with me. At least until morning. He heard Lin sigh quietly, and he knew that he wanted something more active than just stay with me until I wake up. But there wasn't anything. Kalen would still have to deal with the nightmare, still have to deal with the images left over in his head, still have to watch his wife be seemingly stabbed to death in front of his eyes. No matter how hard he tried to forget, his brain kept supplying him with reminders as to how exactly it happened. The small details that he thought he had forgotten, like her teeth still being scattered about the room. They were all still in there. They would keep being dredged up and thrust into the front of his brain. Stop thinking about it, Lin soothed, gently pushing some hair back from his face. I can see in your eyes that you're thinking about it. Think of something else. Kaelin wanted to bite back, tell him it wasn't that easy just to not think about it. But he knew he was just trying to help. Shouting at him wasn't going to help anyone or anything. Lin quietly lay back down on the bed, using a gentle press on Kaelin's shoulder to roll him over to sleep on his chest. It was strange. It wasn't something they usually did. Usually it was the other way round. Lin was too skinny for it to be particularly comfortable, but he wouldn't complain. It was the closeness he was craving, that and the heartbeat he could hear thudding strong in his chest, telling him that, despite the odds, Lin was still alive. He tried not to jump when he felt the vibration in Lin's chest. Just for a second, he thought it might have been purring, but... Moments later, Lin started to sing. It was quiet, obviously not wanting to wake Micah up if he could help it. But it was a song that he somewhat recognised, somewhere deep in his brain, as if it was sung to him when he was a child. He could ask about it in the morning, if he even remembered. But for now, he was fine to just sit back, relax and listen to Lin's song. Maybe, just maybe, he could keep the nightmares at bay for tonight. It was a couple of days later, a couple more nights of the three of them sharing the same bed, he never would have thought it would work out, he had never planned it to work out, but it did. The only slight problem was the amount of times he woke up in the night because he was too damn hot. Lynn was enough of a space heater as it was, but Micah? Micah took it to another level. Micah's intended use as a distraction for Lynn's affections was working perfectly too, whereas Lynn would spend what felt like all of his time with Kaelin before, now he had Micah to take some of that time away. Not enough that Kaelin felt neglected, and sometimes they all spent time together, but 
It still meant Caelan could feel a lot less guilty about his alone time than he did before. Not that he felt that guilty, but it eliminated the little that was there anyway. The two other men had been in the kitchen last he heard of them, Micah watching Lynn prepare their food for the night. He could hear enough of the two of them to know they were chatting happily between them, but he couldn't quite make out the words, not yet. He smiled anyway. It was nice, hearing the two of them just talk and being happy about something. He headed along the corridor towards them. It wasn't like he was trying to be healthy, per se. It was just that being stealthy was kind of his thing. It was hard to turn off sometimes. And apparently I just headbutted her right in the back of the knee. I think it was the only time Mama ever told me off. He heard Micah chuckle and Lynn laughed along with him. It stopped him in his tracks. He remembered that day. One of the first times Kaelin and Leliana babysitted Micah. He had been six at the time and was convinced he was going to marry Kaelin. The only thing getting in the way was Leliana, so... Micah had decided to take matters into his own hands. How did she react to that? Lynn responded, and... Kaelin heard the joviality in his voice. He'd never met her, and he was still treating her like an old friend. At the time, really well. She didn't complain, and I thought I had successfully scared her off. It was only when I was older that she told me she thought I was a spoilt little bastard, and she had decided right there and then to make sure she married Kaelin so I couldn't. Micah huffed in response, and Caelan heard the telltale signs of his fake pout. He rested his back against the wall, content to just sit and listen. It was... something he hadn't experienced before. Hearing people talk about them in such a relaxed way. Usually people were telling him they were sorry, or how they had been taken too soon. If they talked of them at all. Most of the time, people were too scared to even speak their names. Which, in the end, wasn't fair. Leliana and Mario were bright, bright lights when they were alive. They deserved to be spoke about after death, their memories being honoured every step of the way. And for close to a decade, he had been holding him back. At least, he thought he had. But Micah? It seemed like Micah enjoyed talking about them. Micah was doing a much better job honouring them than Kaelin had been. They got me back, though, Micah continued, and Kaelin couldn't help but tune in. He was enjoying hearing these happy memories far too much. When I was older, I think I was about... 15? 16? Mario's about 3 or 4. We were at this big party at Kaylin's parents' house, and they asked me to go upstairs and try and get Mario to sleep. I thought, easy, right? And I'm guessing that it wasn't because you're telling this story, Lynn replied, voice practically dripping with sarcasm. It was a rhetorical question, let me talk. 
Micah chastised, and Caelan heard Lynn giggle bright and feminine, and could almost see the way his ears fluttered and a blush covered his face. Okay, okay, I won't interrupt, he responded, chuckling brightly. So I get her into her pyjamas, fine, read her a bedtime story. I then go to tuck her into bed, and she looks me dead in the eye and just says no. And it floored me, this little kid, just no. So I ask, no what, Maria? And she just plain as day says, no sleep, more story. So I think, maybe Kaelin reads more than one story. Probably should have asked him. So I tell her another story. It was a really good one, I know that, but I can't remember which exact one. And I think that will be it, but I go to tuck her in again, and she just says, no. Kaelin smiled, remembering that exact voice Maria spoke in. The voice that almost perfectly echoed her mother's, telling everyone that heard it that she meant business and wouldn't take any shit. He was her dad, and it still got him sometimes. If batting her eyelashes didn't work, then that voice would. And there I am, telling story after story, and she never seems to even begin to tire. And I begin to think, there's no way Laliana puts up with this. Implying that you think Kaelin would put up with it. Lynn interrupted with a laugh, and Kaelin could just see the smug look on his face. Oh, yeah, he would let her get away with anything, but Leliana wouldn't. So I think about going down to ask them, but then I'm like, man, they're going to laugh at me if they think I can't even babysit one little girl. So I just keep going, telling stories. And I swear to Midra, it's dawn before she finally drops off. I think she was really fighting it too. You could see her eyes start to close, but she was just trying to stave it off. I'm sure she was just punishing me. Micah finally finished, sighing heavily. Kaelin remembered that day. It was an equinox, and Micah had offered them a night off. He had found the two of them in the morning, both fast asleep on Maria's bed, but he didn't know that he had struggled that much getting her to sleep. It made sense, though. Maria was the opposite of him and almost never wanted to sleep. He never understood it, but he didn't have to. He just had to get up whenever she did. It was just something you put up with as a parent. She was at most four. There was no way she was specifically punishing you, Lynn responded, more confused than mocking. You never met her, Micah bit back, and there was no malice in it. She was so smart. Got it from her mother, of course. I couldn't remember Leliana that young, but I'm sure she was the same. Kaylin did remember Leliana that young. And Micah was right. She was exactly the same. She beat Kaylin at any battle of the wits any day of the week. And he had been in love with her almost instantly. Before he could think about it any further, Micah launched into another story and... For the first time in a long time, Kaelin found he was enjoying hearing the old stories. Enjoying them being spoken about, remembering them in happier times. It wasn't long before tears were streaming down his cheeks, but they weren't bitter. Some were sad, yes, but some were happy. They were healthy tears. And Kaelin sat and listened and cried. <laughs>